Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Let's start today with some good news from the world of medical science. Researchers now say there's a very important thing you can drink every day to help avoid or lessen the effects of diabetes if you already have it. A drink was found to improve glucose metabolism. That, of course, affects insulin levels, especially for those suffering or being at risk to getting type 2 diabetes. And that drink is a beer. <laughs> Just one, though. <laughs> One will help, 12 will make it worse. <laughs> and thus, the headline that writes itself, A beer a day keeps the diabetes away. <laughs> so, you're yeah. saying you can overindulge in that? And... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, I just wanted to make sure that... So you're just saying one. One. Like a 12 ounce or like a yes. 40 ounce. No, no, no. One regular can of beer. Every day. Or one glass of wine. It's not really worth the effort, is it, Cliff? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's like a Lay's potato know, chip. Well, you may have to just eat just one. You know, that's that's one of the things my grandmother's, that my grandmother taught me when I was a young boy. That when I came of age, as a man, I'm entitled to have a beer. And there would be no problem. It's when I couldn't stop with one that it became a problem. That's kind of strict, Cliff. Just one. Just one. All right. Not one case. Well. One beer. <laughs> and she was talking to the 12 ounces too? Yes. Everybody's 12 ounces in that thing. <laughs> you won't believe this probably, but uh, I'm not a regular reader of Bon Appetit magazine. <laughs> really? No. I'm quite surprised. I figured you, you would read be. everything else. I know. You have subscriptions to medical journals and scientific research publications, but yet you can't find your time to read about good food. Well, I don't have a subscription, yeah. but I did read an article out of that magazine. Oh, you, oh, you yes. did? Huh? Okay. And they've released their list yeah. of the best new restaurants in the entire United States. Okay. And I took a look at every one of them, Cliff. I think, yeah. think there was 11 of them. Mm -hmm. And not a single one of these restaurants, yeah. shockingly... Mm -hmm. has a drive through in it. And I'm like, <laughs> how can you be that good of a restaurant if you don't have a drive through Because it's not about the convenience sometimes, it's about the way it tastes. Read this story from the protest in St. Louis from two years ago. May create a paradox strong enough to disrupt the universe. A man named Luther Hall was right in the middle of those protesting police activity in 2017. The protest broke out after a St. Louis police officer was acquitted in the shooting death of an African-American man. And during the three days of largely peaceful protests, there were over 160 arrests. And now, lawsuits filed by both the ACLU and other groups and by people involved, including Hall. His suit filed Monday in U.S. District Court in St. Louis says the St. Louis Police Department, especially one officer who's now been promoted to sergeant, violated his civil rights in the incident. 
The incident later saw four police officers have federal charges filed against them. One of those has already pled guilty and admitted to lying to both the grand jury and the FBI about how Hall was treated during his arrest. The beating that he claims to have received at the hands of those St. Louis police officers have left him with back injuries, and he has thus been unable to return to work as an undercover officer for the St. Louis Police Department. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> paradox. It's a paradox. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. Yeah. I read this morning, Cliff, that scientists have developed a brain implant that they think will help yeah. blind people be able to see. So if you're blind and you desire to have vision, they can implant this thing in your brain. Yes. Apparently it's hooked up to your eyes somehow or yes. something like that. And restore sight. I mean, it makes people. sense because... There is, a, what do they call that, a cochlear implant? It's a thing that goes into your ear that actually plugs into your brain that allows you to hear if you're deaf. You have a certain specific hearing issue. Uh, Rush Limbaugh has, this, has it. Oh, okay. Um, so it makes sense that technology would now continue to advance that we could do that same thing with vision. And, you know, that would be fantastic if you were blind. I mean, fantastic. But the moral issue, Cliff, is yeah. who gets this thing first? Is it NFL referees, baseball umpires? <laughs> Which one are they going to go for first? I mean, are they going to do it for the NFL because it's in season now yeah. and baseball starting to wrap up? Yeah. Or are they going to give it for the umpires so that during the playoffs they'll be able to see a ball from a strike and an out and well, safe? Well, I'm just, you know, you got to stop and think. If you're blind, and, and I don't wanna, I'm not making fun of blind people. No, no. But if you ask someone who is blind... What's the first thing you want to see oh, when question. your vision is restored? Yeah. Would it be like the Grand Canyon, your wife's face, you know, anything like that? Your kids? Yeah. Anything like that. That's true. And then, no matter what they say, <laughs> give them the face of that, uh, oh, I knew this was going to happen. You she used to be Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Ew. <laughs> oh. There are moral dilemmas to this, isn't Yeah, yeah it's clear there? there's some things to work out. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. Well, this morning, Cliff, it's yeah. in the news. What's UPS. They're UPS. familiar. Their familiar brown uniforms yeah. are getting their first major redesign since 1925. Really? Which is about the style of clothes I have at my house in the closet. <laughs> it's hard to believe that all those UPS drivers have been wearing those little brown shorts for 75 years. 85 years. That is amazing. Yeah. But they're going to do it. They're going to come out with new options, mm -hmm. including yeah. performance fabrics. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, they're not going to change the color. It's still going to be brown. It's I mean, still going to be brown. That's their trademark. Yes. So I can't, I can't fault them for that. I can't fault them either. Yeah. Although now, Cliff, they're referring to their drivers not as drivers. Yeah. They are industrial athletes really yes who drive a truck yes <laughs> and they say that the uniforms yeah will improve their comfort okay their safety yeah and performance so the uniform will make them do their job better yes that's what you're saying and that's why we need uniforms at country 98 <laughs> no 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 that's right no no, no. it would help our no. performance and I, <laughs> it'd be the first time anyone ever said we were athletic at all <laughs> So people would look at us and go, go, there's a radio athlete right a, there. So, 
So what? Yes. What? I'm scared to ask, but I will anyway. What would our uniforms look like here at Country 98.1? Boy, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm. Well, I'm no fashion expert by no means. <laughs> Clearly, you're not. <laughs> yes, if you saw what I'm clear. dressed yeah. in today. Right. Yeah. I would go with like a. Yeah. Oh, that's spandex thing. <laughs> no. You know, like yoga pants like are made out of. Yoga pants. Yes. Yeah. With a Country 98 one. Well, country on one leg. And, and 98 one 98 on the one other. on the other. Okay, so you're going to wear spandex pants with yes. the station logo on there. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah. I don't know, a shirt. Nobody really cares. How about one that's cut off at your stomach? <laughs> like a midriff thing. Yes. And no one wants to see that. I think that would be good. <laughs> no, no. That would make me look no, athletic. No, it wouldn't. In Trust a, me. There'd be parts of you hanging out no one wants to see. It would enhance my performance. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And this show would when, get so much better. <laughs> no. I'm against uniforms here at Country 98.1 for a couple of reasons. Okay. The first one is I like what I'm wearing. Today, it's a just a simple t-shirt, but it's the WKRP in Cincinnati t-shirt. That's like a classic. And I also like to wear my t-shirt that has the big dog nose on the front of it. You know, the one that says, I smell stupid people. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> and probably these shirts would be prohibited under the uniform guidelines. So there would be reason number one, I'm against uniforms. Reason number two is no one wants to see you in spandex with your belly hanging out. What if I had a cape? <laughs> huh? What if I had a cape? No. No one wants to see that. <laughs> it would help my performance, I'm telling you. It's rolled around again this year. Today is yeah. National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, it is, huh? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. How did that sneak up on us? I don't know. I looked at the calendar this morning and I went, there it is. Clearly, we're not the only people who have seen it sneak up on them. Because it's almost like a tradition. Whenever it's talked like a pirate day, Matt Hawking from Mount Carmel will fill up the request line endlessly with little bits and things all talking like a pirate. Yes. I, and it's so totally silent from across the river today. Yes. Now, Cliff, yes. I got to thinking about this when I yeah. realized it was talked like a pirate day. Uh-huh. Whenever I... Uh, hear the word pirate or read it, Yeah. the image that conjures up in my head isn't of Calico Jack or Blackbeard, who, yeah. by the way, late in life, yeah. dyed his hair with Just for Pirates. <laughs> no, that's true. I should have used that right. and take it to the bank. <laughs> but anyway, I don't think of these two gentlemen or any of the others. Well, who do you think of then when you think about a pirate? I'll be honest with you. Please do. Stevie Nicks. <laughs> From Fleetwood Mac. Yes. <laughs> Why on earth would you think of her and associate her with a pirate? YouTube her. In concert. Okay. And every time I've ever seen her in concert on YouTube, I've never seen Fleetwood Mac in person. Yeah. She pretty well dresses the way I picture a pirate would. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, you're right, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, she's a... Fine-looking pirate, I would say that. Well, no. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. Yes. But she has lots of layers and lots of fabrics and things going on and stuff. And when you... Th I mean, most people's most people's vision of a, what a pirate should look like is based on Jack Sparrow. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. in some sense, yeah, she's dressing like Jack Sparrow. Yeah, she's... Uh, She's got a lot of stuff going on there. But hey, I'd follow her on the ship, and I'm scared of the water. So, Cliff, that didn't take long. Yeah. Talked about pirates, and Andy yeah. chimed in while we were talking. Yeah. 
whenever he thinks of pirates, he thinks of Captain Morgan. And I'm not so sure that Captain Morgan is really a pirate or not. Well, well, he wasn't. I mean, it was like the Captain Morgan's clearly, you know, a character that sells rum. Yes. But a couple of minutes of research shows that it's based on Sir Henry Morgan, who was a Welsh privateer, meaning he was from England. And a privateer means that you were, um, well, you had a, you, you were a pirate with a license to steal, basically. <laughs> you got a, you got an order from the king that said, um, as long as what you go after and scuttle are the French ships, because they were in a war with the French, you can have whatever treasure you may come up with, and the English warships will not bother you. That's not a bad gig right <laughs> That's there. right, yeah. Captain Morgan. No, no word on whether or not, you know, he stood with his foot on a barrel or anything like that. We, you wouldn't think it'd be necessary to issue this type of warning to intelligent, responsible adults. But here we are. An engineering study released Tuesday by the Springfield, Massachusetts Technical Community College is warning of a problem on that school's campus. The quad area is a grassy space in between several campus classroom buildings and like on most college campuses it's common to find students lounging there in the sun reading studying or visiting with friends but this quad has led to contamination apparently it was the site of an industrial complex some 100 years ago engineers say that the area is safe for use by teens and adults for short-term activities like say sitting or walking or perhaps playing frisbee. But under no circumstances should anyone eat any of the grass or dirt found there. <laughs> you know, if I was going to school there, Cliff, and yeah. that was the uh, yeah. press release, yeah. they might as well put a skull and crossbones <laughs> on that, because I'm not going to be around that knowingly. Would you? Not particularly, no. I mean, would it bother you? No. I just, I'm not much for sitting in the grass anyway, so... Or Frisbee. <laughs> and I'm not much for walking, so we should be safe. We should be safe there, Cliff. Can you pollinate yourself too much? <laughs> what are you talking I about? I think I've over-pollinated myself this morning. What does that mean? Well, I had to mow yesterday because yeah. I was fearful of the rain coming late Sunday. Yeah. Or Monday. They don't really know when it's going to rain. It yeah. may never rain again. But if it does, I wanted to get my yard halfway mowed down before it rained and then everything went... Makes like, sense. You know, like yeah. Jack and the Beanstalk. Or it'll just get, it, yeah, it'll get out of hand really quick, and then you, you'll be behind again. And it was so yeah. dusty and yeah. dirty and yeah. nasty yesterday yeah. that I just feel, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. I've never felt like this. <laughs> I just, you're like lightheaded. Yeah. I'm itching. Yeah. And sometimes I'm seeing things, Cliff, that aren't there. <laughs> so you believe you've over-pollinated yourself. Yes, is that right. possible to pollinate su- yourself too much? I suppose. <laughs> over-pollinate yourself. I don't know. I'm not even sure that's a thing. There's something going on. <laughs> I didn't feel this way until I did this. and now, I mean, I mean, I was covered. If you've been mowing lately, I'm telling you. Yeah. Those people that do that for a living, I don't see how they stand that. I really don't. I don't. Maybe there's a nurse listening, Cliff, that can it help us out. will tell you. If you've been overpollinated, yes. What's the treatment if you've been overpollinated? Maybe they know the signs, symptoms. Right? Yes. Is it a chronic illness? Will it go away? How long will it last?
Bonnie Stevens. And yeah. I believe she said yesterday that yeah. she was 92 she years She said she young. was 92. That's correct. And I've been thinking about that ever since. What's that? I wonder yeah. if Bonnie Stevens yeah. is the oldest listener to the Morning Road Show. You know, I that's a good question. Is there anyone else older than 92 who's one of our regular listeners? Yes. Hmm. I wonder if there's any way we could ever find out, Cliff. A simple way. We're <laughs> going to take like, your word for it. I mean, we're not going <laughs> to. We're not going to, like, police. You know, we're not going <laughs> to. We're going to demand to see a birth certificate. Uh, no. We or anything like that. No. We'll just take your word for it. Well, I mean, someone 92 might not text. That's so, true. You know, we could, we could say text if you want to. 812-682-0520. Bonnie called us. Yeah. So we could have him call the request line. 812-386-1250. Then hit option one. I'm going to have a friend or a... Someone else, yeah. A friend yeah. or maybe a, yeah. one of their uh, children. Yeah. Could either call or text in and say, yeah. I know my yeah. mom or dad listens all the time. True. I think it'd be interesting to see. I agree. If we can find out today. Who, who is the oldest listener to Cliff? Before... 10 o'clock this morning. <laughs> That's right. Because I ain't staying late for that. No, I'm not either. No, no. It's interesting, but it's not near that interesting to stay over for nothing. No, no way. It appears. It appears what? That Bonnie Stevens, so far, yeah. is still the oldest listener to the Morning Road Show at the age of 92. Because uh, when you send the text message in, yeah. Listening to you two makes me feel 95. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. You have to actually be... The actual age. That's exactly right. So maybe Bonnie is the oldest I one. She could very well be. We'll find out. We still got till 10. Yes. Just a couple of minutes ago, a yes. young lady came in here, and she had a piece of paper in her hand, and she handed it to Cliff and said, yes. Can you guys talk about this? Now, on that piece of paper... There's a giant drawing of a pig. And that falls right in line with what we're trying to do here. What's that? You see, the rule is, mm -hmm. if you bring something in on a piece of paper with a pig on it, yep. an ostrich, yep. or something wearing pants, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> if it's got pants... If it's got pants... We don't care what it is. Right. It can be a dill pickle with pants. <laughs> we'll talk about it. So the three things, a pig, an ostrich... Or something with pants on it. <laughs> like a pickle. Yes. Halloween this year yeah. lands on a Thursday, just in case you were wondering. Okay. And last year, Cliff, yeah. as you well recall, yeah. I dressed as the, well, standard hot dog in a bun. <laughs> That's right. During our program. And if, if someone doubts that, I believe there are pictures on our Facebook page. There are. Weed and Cliff in the morning. Yes. Yep. And this year I've been... You know, trying to up my game a little bit, because I did yeah. that at the last minute. True. And I've already found a kind of lame dill pickle costume. <laughs> you want to go as a dill pickle? Well, it's kind of lame, but I thought I can go as a dill pickle. Okay. That would kind of fit with the hot dog thing. Yeah. But then this morning, Cliff, yeah. I seen on the internet, and I was all excited, mm -hmm. the sexy... Mr. Rogers costume, and I thought, you know what? I could go as a sexy you're, Mr. Rogers. You're going to go as a sexy Mr. Rogers. Well, I thought about it until I clicked on the link. And then you saw the pictures. Yes. Of the actual costume. Yes. Sexy Mr. Rogers. Yes. Okay. Now, I don't recall Mr. Rogers <laughs> having hair near that long or well, as dark as that picture is. No, there. that's true. Yes. Uh, his shirt 
There's a lot more fabric to his shirt than that one. Yes. And, um, well, his pants were always longer than that. In fact, I never saw his butt hanging out of his pants. (sighs) (laughs) Even when he was older, and I'm sure things were hanging. (laughs) His butt never hung out of his pants, because that's a pair of shorts. Thank you, Cliff, for ruining my childhood. (laughs) Now I can get that image out of my head. My pleasure. I just knew it, Cliff. I, I'd kind of forgot about it, but um, I should yeah. have known it. What's that? That Ruthie yeah. in Fort Branch, Yeah. she knows the birthday of everybody in the tri-state. I'm telling you, she this... must have a list a mile long in her house. True. It's like some kind of database thing. Yes. yes. And uh, we asked earlier if mm-hmm. there was anyone that listens on a regular basis Yeah. that was older than Bonnie Stevens, who mm-hmm. gave us the phrase that pays. Yes. And Ruthie just sent a text message in and said that Zelma Phillips okay. listens every day. Yeah. And she will be having a birthday this coming Monday. Really? So happy early birthday to Zelma Phillips. Yeah. She's going to be 94 years young on Monday. So that right there, Cliff, is so far the, the oldest, oldest regular listener to Weed and Cliff. 94. Quite impressive. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Cliff, I didn't know this until this morning. Perhaps you already knew this, being the Sheldon Cooper of radio. Yeah. Did you know that brain surgery is done while the patient is still awake? Yes, I knew that. And do you know why? Well, I believe that it was uh, because they want to keep the patient talking. And may ask them to move their extremities to make sure that everything is still working while they're working on their brain. That's kind of some of it, Cliff. Okay. That's pretty good. You yeah. see, since the brain actually has no nerves yeah. and no sensation, mm-hmm. that's not a problem. They can do the surgery while you're still awake. Right. They do put you to sleep, though, yeah. when they crack your skull open. <laughs> that's good to know. Yes, and then you wake up. During the operation. That's right. So, so you're sleeping when they're sawing on your skull. Yes. <laughs> and then they wake you up for the surgery part, and I'm assuming that then they put you back to sleep when they put your skull back together. I'm assuming so. I would hope so. And all of that wow. you can take to the bank. <laughs> Perhaps we should stay away from surgery for a few days on take it to the bank. Cliff. That probably would be a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, in retrospect, Cliff, I think we should have went with the Tony the Tiger <laughs> yeah. take it to the bank. Yeah, because no one, as it turns out, really wanted to hear about having their saw, their skull sawed open. I've got kind of a tingly feeling going up oh, my spine now. Yeah. Wow. We should have had that other topic. Yes. Tony the Tiger. Tony and, the Tiger. And his children. <laughs> Wait, he has children? He has children, yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> Wish I was... Mentioned that earlier. Yeah, how much more entertaining would that have been? Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, starboard number three. A radio athlete. <laughs> it's not happening here, by the way. Number two. A pickle with a pair of pants. Which is oddly related to the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. Even when he was old and things were hanging. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for re-ruining my childhood, Cliff. Thank you. My pleasure. I mean, it is your pleasure. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.
Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.